This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Murder, Inc., reminding you that they have a cleanup crew for those messy multi-killings you've been meaning to get to. Murder, Incorporated. Kill to win. Are you awake? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that has to set their mom on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to do our first... Spooky, scary season movie. Um, I think it's a pretty decent one. You're you're nodding your head and saying nothing, so I'm thinking maybe you disagree. <laughs> I, I I like the movie. Yeah. Um. So today we're doing "You Are Not My Mother," um, a movie that confused me a little bit because like on IMDb it says it came out 2022, but like if you look on like any streaming service, it came out 2021. Yeah, so, I think that that's one of those weird things where it's like, oh, it was made in 2021, but then actually released yeah. in 2022 like because of probably covid and whatever yeah so i mean it looks like it's not like an indie indie film so yeah. i mean it looks like it had like a pretty decent budget yeah but anyways i'm gonna say it came out in 2022 it was directed by kate dolan which this is her first like feature debut yes it is um which decent showing too because yeah. I, I know she did like one other she did like a um like a short story beforehand um, and that was really it. Yeah. So good on you for doing that. You have a few people in this movie. Nobody that we know, but a couple of people. Um, you have Hazel Dope, who plays Cher, your main character. Jordane Jones, who plays Suzanne, who is like... I- I'll talk about it. I don't buy her as the friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Uh, you have Carolyn Bracken, who plays Angela... Um, I believe the mother. And then you have Ingrid Craigie, who plays Rita, the grandma. And then you have Paul Reed, who plays Aaron, the brother. Yeah. And that's really, like, your main cast. So, if you don't know what this movie's about, it is in a North Dublin housing estate. Cher's mother goes missing. When she returns, though, Cher is determined to uncover the truth of her disappearance and unearth the dark secrets of her family. And that's a, yeah, that's a very vague way to put it. Um, really, this kind of feels like a possession film. Um, kind of, yeah. But not, like, fully, like, go all the way with it. Like, right. there are, like, a definitely, like, little tropes here and there about it. But it's not like you're running the mill traditional, like, possession film. Yeah. Um, right off the bat, first shot of the film, um, I really like wide angles and, like, those stationary shots and, like, this was striking at least for the first image of a baby crying in a stroller at night in the middle of the street. Yeah. And then, you know, good on you. You give me baby murder for like the first like minute. <laughs> yeah, taking some uh, pointers from the witch. Yeah, I guess uh, like just go straight for the kill. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how do you feel about this film? Uh, I've sat with it now for a few days and I have, I liked it. Mm-hmm. There are things about the film that I feel like are preventing me from loving this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really kind of what you were saying about the opening shot. The opening shot kind of, while yes, is a very, very good tone setter. And yeah. It's a really, it kind of really catches your attention and makes you go like, okay, where are we going to now? Like what, what's going on here? And it's mm-hmm. making you interested in the plot. Right. 
something that we spoke about when we when we were talking about De Palma. It's like the yeah. opening credit scene, like that needs to grab you. Exactly. Like, and it definitely grabs you, but I also feel like it may was it may have been a bit of a like an Achilles heel to the film mm-hmm. because you you see the grandmother yeah lighting this child on fire mm-hmm. and that sort of I think ruined a bit of tension that could have been built up mm-hmm. like they could have through, shown that later on yeah I feel like if you if we put that maybe later in the film or d- didn't even show it a- at all but then just had that exposition scene of because they, they have that scene anyway of the yeah. mother kind of or the grandmother explaining to Shar like what's going on exactly and I felt like like there was a really great scene of the the mom comes back and they're having dinner mm-hmm and you can feel this tension yeah. between the grandmother and the and and Char's mom, and they're just staring at and, each other. Yeah, they're looking at each other and they're staring at one another. And I don't know. I felt like, as an audience member, I already know something's up now mm-hmm. with the grandmother, and yeah. I know something's up, obviously, with the mom. I know. What so you mean. I felt like. There was sort of like this mystery kind of tension building that mm-hmm. was a little bit diluted because I'm already aware. Like it could have been this this real moment of like why is the grandmother looking at her like this? Like why? Mm-hmm. Like is it because like clearly there's this there's a like some mental disorder going on yeah, with absolutely. the mom and it's like okay is she is she angry at her because she's because she's not feeling like she's uh, maybe. Providing for the family or something providing, like that. Providing or she's she's not dealing with what she's actually going through and she's mm-hmm. trying to just kind of like cover it up by saying like, hey, let's go out for the weekend. Yeah. And let me take you here. And she's not actually dealing with her problems. And I don't know. I feel like having that opening scene with the burning of the child, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, something is obviously up now and... I don't know. It just kind of it just kind of dilutes a little bit of that tension building of like instead yeah. of it becoming a family drama, mm-hmm. which it is. Now I, it's al- I already up. I already know in the back of my mind though what the grandmother did exactly. So that was like a big thing for me was like because of that scene for the entire movie. I don't trust the grandma. Like it, and yes, like there are times where it's like in horror movies, like that's good. Like you're misleading the audience yeah. to give them the goods later, but I don't feel like you got like enough of the misleading to really be like an aha moment with right the grandma. especially like, with the death yeah like, like it, it kind of feels like oh okay now yeah, like <laughs> oh she's dead and it's like okay now you realize the mom is evil right so it's like get the fuck out of there uh, yeah which she kind of did like shark kind of did but like yeah like i you kind of go into the film at that point thinking like oh the grandma's evil like when she gives like the the little ball of like um, yeah, it's like the twigs. And, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the the protection spell type thing. You're kind of thinking like, oh, it's like almost a hereditary thing where it's like they they gave like the little like things to protect them, but it actually was to like hurt them. Yeah, like the book in Hereditary where it's like, oh, let let's have her like write down everything. Right. Um. So in this, like, you're kind of leading to believe that like the grandma is the evil one, but then she's really really nice throughout the entire thing. And really helpful. Yeah. Same kind of thing with Angela, the mom. Like, you don't really know why she's like this. Like, she's just like, she has like her good days and she has her bad days. And it's like, she's depressed, but we don't know why. Like, I was almost waiting for like a thing where it's like, 
oh, the father might have gotten murdered and, like, she just can't get over it type thing. Kind of like with the Babadook. Right. But they never explain that. Right, so there's yeah. there's kind and of, like, this never real, like, grounded re- reason as to why Angela's like this. And because we only get, like, one scene of her beforehand, I don't know what she's supposed to be like when she comes back after being missing. Yeah, I think that was... I don't so much... I'm not so much bothered by I don't have that that there's no reason for her to be depressed because sometimes that is realistic, right? Yeah. Like it, when somebody does suffer from depression, sometimes it's literally just that they have depression and there is nothing going on in their life like that is particularly causing it. It's just what it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with that, but I do think that showing her having depression and then going away and then coming back and then her acting strangely mm-hmm. kind of it's like I already saw her acting strangely yeah. and now she's coming back and she's still acting strangely. <laughs> so, so you're just like, that's who she is. Right. So exactly. Right. It's like you, I, I don't know you any differently mm-hmm. than that. So that for me was a little bit of a again, like a thing where the the I just, I just feel like there's a fine line mm-hmm. between how this stuff can be handled. And I don't think it was handled super well when it came to like certain elements of the story as being one of them. Same thing. Like realistically, all we got to was like the picture that Shar had of like her with and her mom with the pumpkin and them smiling. And that's supposed to be enough for me to be like, Oh, okay. Like they had a good relationship beforehand. Yeah. But you don't get it. Right. And then uh, something else that is odd to me is like, I, I understand that this film is, uh, about mental, you know, mental uh, disorders and depression and, and, and like mental illness. And, and I get that. Uh, I did find it kind of odd, though, because as as a viewer of the film, there are these like weird, crazy things that are happening in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then Char will just like brush it off, <laughs> just like go lock herself in the room and then just wake up and go to school the next morning. Yeah. And I, there is an element of that that I can kind of see that works because it's like, yeah, I mean, as a metaphor, you have to take mm-hmm. it as her mom is going through like she's having this mental the illness and, and, the, yes. and, and, and she's going through these problems. So Char is going to just have to like regular life is still happening around her. So, yeah, she's going to lock herself in the room and then, you know, the next morning she still does have to go to school. Mm mm-hmm. But in the context of how things are being displayed, it's like your mom is like trying to murder you. Yeah. Like the dance scene, like yeah, which really is an, cool an, an scene. incredible scene. Like really, really good stuff. Like she breaks her ankle and then like yeah. crawls after right. her. And then you just literally lock yourself in the room and then go to and then go to school the next morning. And I'm exactly. like, I don't know. Everything just there's so much of this movie that is like the tension is built up yeah. so much and then it just like you're at the next day mm-hmm. and then just the tension has to then rebuild all over again yeah. because the tension goes away because she's just at school. And I guess you can make that as a metaphor too right. for like it, depression. It, it like could, I it could it. work. It I just, I don't know the flow of the film because at the end of the day, like I was saying about this fine line, like you can have these metaphors, mm-hmm. but it's and, still a horror movie. Exactly. But at the end of the day, you, you were watching a horror film. So there has to be this, this kind of, you know, this balancing act of your metaphors meaning something, but then also making it like, yeah, I understand what your metaphor is, but in the reality of this film, 
Her mom just snapped her ankle and is yeah. now chasing her up the stairs and is acting like she's going to murder her. Mm-hmm. I don't just go to school the next morning. No, exactly. <laughs> like, you would kind of investigate what's going on <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe you talk to the grandma. Yeah. Like, same thing. Like, you know, she unties the mom and then... Sees Angela, her face. Yeah, like, which is crazy. Like, yeah. really good practical effects stuff there yeah. of, like, having, like, the eyes and the mouth sewn shut to, like, showcase, like, the side of her. Which is cool, but yeah, like same thing. Like you, you have it where it's like Angela shuts the door on Char's face, and then you hear like Rita, the grandma, and her like tussle, and yeah. then the next morning she's dead in a chair. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, what happened? Yeah, and it's like you know what happened. <laughs> like you fucking heard it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was I was gonna say too, like two other things. Um, one a little on the nose wasn't meant to be. But it just it, it's kind of cliche because it's this time era like that we're in for the month of October. But a little cliche that it's during Halloween, this movie. Yeah, it's like the week it's like the week leading up to yeah. Halloween. Which okay. Which, and, and I and, guess like, you know Well, I mean, it is explained in the film. The grandmother says something like, Oh, you know, we're coming close to Halloween and well, that's yeah. when the like it's, it's Samhain. It's, it's like, very yeah. thin and, and like, you know, the creatures can come through <laughs> yeah. and whatever. I'm like, all right, yeah, I get it. it. It makes sense. Yeah. But it's still just a little like on the cliche side. Yeah. And then the big thing that I brought up beforehand too is that like I just I do not buy Suzanne as the friend. The well, Suzanne as the friend in the whole bully situation, I find extremely cliche. cliche yeah i know and like it made me roll my eyes because i would say generally speaking this film from a character development standpoint everybody's pretty solid yeah i, I really really like the mom i really like char mm-hmm. I, th- I think the brother is a good kind of um balance and yeah and, and like, like he's a, he's very well put together like he's taking care of the family he's bringing yeah, over food and, and, stuff. Every, and all that makes sense and all that feels so kind of like yes this mm-hmm. is this is really good writing and then it almost feels like a separate writer came in yeah, and was for like, yeah, hey, but you need, you need like a, a like an, another conflict. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, how about she just gets, she, you know, she's a high schooler. How about she just gets bullied? Yeah. And it's just like, okay. But, because which is fine. But like, then you have, I, I just don't buy it that Suzanne is like the bully for like a third of the movie and then asks like, hey, is your mom okay? And then decides to be her friend. Yeah. Especially after she has that interaction with her father. And her yeah. father's like, don't go, you know, I don't want you hanging around there. And then, and like, then that's the, it. The like, next, it was a throwaway yeah, line. And then the next scene, she's just like, hey, we should be friends. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. And then the other girl, the other bully that yes. ends up be kind of becoming kind of like the leader. Mm-hmm. She's the one who's like, my parents told me what's going on. Like, what you know, that your family is all like weird. And, yeah. and you know, and there's clearly there's a history there. So why not like, have that be that the family be yeah. the one? <laughs> exactly. And then like, you don't you don't even see where it's like. Because Suzanne says, like, this whole thing, too, of, like, oh, like, you know, I feel like my mom's with me now that she passed away and she kind of, like, helps me through life. And, like, when she's sitting down in the chair inside the house and the mom literally, like, sopping wet because she drowned, like, goes up to her ear and is like, get out of here. Yeah. And, like, she runs. And it's like, that's not enough for you to be, like, stay the fuck away. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But yeah, I I just didn't buy the whole like oh I'm your bully and now we're friends type thing. Yeah, like yes that happens, but like not over the course of like three days, like over the course of like five years maybe. <laughs> but like that just I just didn't buy it. Yeah, it's a, and it's just a little cliche and it's like over the top and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like especially when they when they throw her in the in the uh the wood yeah the it's like are you actually to gonna burn her? Burn her? Like, wow, this is getting real extreme. Listen, we. 
I don't know what goes on in Northern Dublin, but like kids are crazy nowadays. I get it, but I don't, I don't know. It just it just seems so dramatic. Like we went from from like a little kind of casual high school bullying mm-hmm. thing to like, oh, we're gonna murder you yeah. now. It's like, wow, that was a jump. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, I get it. Like we have to get to where we get yeah. to, so it, it make it, it. You know, we, they they wrote it in to have convenience and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. So okay. we do have to have like some form of like a conflict. At yeah, the end. yeah, I get it. That being said, I know it sounds like we're shitting on. I know, movie, because... but, but there, I mean, listen, there are issues. Yes, and, and, and like you know, and that's our job and, to do it and, and acknowledge them. No but... one pays us the big bucks to do this, <laughs> but I did like the film. I did too. I, I liked the movie because it wasn't there wasn't any cheap scares. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a very patient movie. Yes, it, it was very very tame. I think the acting was phenomenal. Yes, I think uh, Caroline Bracken. Yeah. As Angela, very, very good. Like, yeah. I buy everything about her. Yeah. Like, she knows how to turn it on and off of being, like, depressed and then crazy. Yeah. Beautifully shot. Oh, the movie is gorgeous. Yeah. Like, it almost was like, why didn't A24 pick this up? It felt like, like, yeah, it kind of, it sort of felt like an A24 film a bit. And, and... Like the one shot of the the birds yes. flying in yeah. the sky, and I'm like, is that CG or is that real? Because it's like, how did they get that shot? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, it feels like, yeah, is that was that all fake or was like, did, were they just on you know on set that day and that just happened to it happen? Just, it and worked. Just like let's let's make it work mm-hmm. with, with it. I mean, it was really really cool. Um, also, just like a lot of scenes of like Char just walking around in the field mm-hmm. or just like being it's with a herself. Beautiful place. It's really, really pretty. Yeah, I like Char as a main character. Like, I really like her as like the depressed, well, not depressed, but like the misfit type thing and dealing with all of this like real life drama. Yeah. While dealing with like this mother incident. Yeah. And like just finding like small little things of like her being happy. Like, when the first time when Angela asked her to dance and like they're in the kitchen. And it's like this one moment of like, this is probably what they used to be like. Yeah, because you kind of get that flashback. You get that one flashback before when she's like a kid. Yes. She's sitting in the living room. She looks over into the dining room and she's having this memory of her and her mom um, playing or they're carving pumpkins together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's like, you know, that is what I needed Mm -hmm. to see to understand that how like how dramatically different the mom is acting yes because we don't get that the fir- the first shot that we get of her is her in her bed depressed which mm. by the way really cool use of mirror so that's what i wrote down like the mirrors in this like the mirror shots in this film yeah. are amazing yeah. like like really well placed like really really intuitive to the story to the point where it's like it really made me think that like the theme of this film is like reflection on ourselves yeah um, but like even the ones where it's like, there's the, the mirror that shows up when Char tries to go into her mom's room right. and like, she kind of like pushes the door slightly, but you have like the mirror looking almost identically at her. Yeah. And it's like, she almost kind of sees herself becoming her mom at some point. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to go down that road yet. So I'm going to go back to my room. Right. And I, then, go ahead, go, keep going. Oh, so I was going to say, uh, <laughs> the... The uh, I, lo- I I loved the uh, so I don't know like if this was something that that picked like I I kind of picked up after thinking about the movie for a while um was when the mom goes missing mm-hmm. and and then returns uh there's this 
Shar hears like some noises going on and she wakes up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, there's an intruder in the house. Yeah. And she like walks down the stairs and the doors opening and closing. And it's like, yeah, no, somebody broke into the house. Mm-hmm. And then she looks over, uh, you know, she closes the door and then she looks over in the dining room and she sees her mom sitting there eating pickles. Yeah. <laughs> eating and doing, you know, whatever. And the idea of like thinking that there's an intruder in the house, mm-hmm. but it's not but it is because it's not your yes. real mom is really cool. Yeah. That I, whole scene of like, Oh, there's an intruder. Like th- the intruder has now made its way in, mm-hmm. but it's wearing your mom's face. Yeah. So you don't realize that it is an intruder. I was like, that is actually a really, re- and like, I, I, again, I could be going a little too deep into <laughs> I mean, it. You but might I think not it, be it like, I, I think it works. I, I think that makes sense where it's like, you know, you, you are having the situation where, you don't know who's really in your house. Right. And that that's scary. Yeah. Like that's actual like tension building yeah. where albeit subtle, like it works where because I I feel like this movie is very tamed for a horror film Absolutely. tackling like especially tackling possession. Because possession can go like one to a hundred in yeah. like three minutes. But like it's very, very tamed. And that sounds like a negative, but it's not because I, I think not enough films do that. Yeah, and I don't want to keep bringing it back to Hereditary, but Hereditary is like the one other one that I think of in terms of like possession that was tamed enough to build tension throughout the film. Yeah, and this film knew how to do that. Right, like this film, especially to like you get later on when things are starting to kind of be okay, like when Shard's walking home again and the bully is like ready to light her on fire. And yeah. and the mom comes out of nowhere and like drop kicks her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they walk together and it's like a very normal conversation until she asks, like, where did you go? Right. And it's like, I can't tell you yet. And then they go into the river. The lake, yeah. Yeah. And then you see it where it's like Char slips and then she just sees like the face like pop up real quick. Yeah. Where it could be her mom's face, but it also could be like that demon's face right. too. Yeah. So it's like you you didn't get a close enough shot of it. Right. So you were just like, oh, it could just be the mom like right there. Right. And that's good. That's stuff that's not just jump scares for no reason. Yeah. There the for my opinion, the in my opinion, there was one extremely effective scare that genuinely like made my fucking skin crawl. And I uh, and was it the when you see her in the mirror when like she's taking off like the because no. that got me when yeah. you see like for the first time like a real shot of like her as she actually is yeah that was like goosebumps all over so maybe not what you would I don't I don't know why it scared me so much but it really got me so the scene is Shar is sitting in her bedroom and she hears some she's like sleeping in the middle of the night and she hears some noises so she wakes up and she I think she cracks open her door and she sees, oh, right, right, she right, sees yeah. her mom sticking her hand down her throat mm-hmm. and then she like makes herself throw up so yeah. obviously it's like okay I mean like the unhinging of the jaw and all that mm-hmm. is is like not normal so Char makes a little bit of noise the mom turns around and Char hops back in the bed and oh, tries right, right, to go back yes. to sleep and then the are you mom, awake yeah. Are you awake? The, the mom coming up to the behind Char and just saying, are you awake? And then saying it one more time. Are you? And then it cuts. Mm-hmm. And the way that they, the way that the audio was where the mom's voice is so loud. Yeah. And like, it sounds like you're, it's, she's like right fucking there. Mm-hmm. 
and it just freaked me out of like it's almost like she's like standing right behind you and you're so terrified of your own mother and and her voice is so dominating mm-hmm. it fuck it just and like i i was thinking about it last night and <laughs> you're it was like, like i can't go to bed i was like I, i'm, I'm kind of like freaked out right now <laughs> you push your bed up against the yeah. wall and then sleep up against the wall from now on it really it really was like an, a, a truly truly effective scare that yeah. i think again wasn't cheap and it wasn't a jump scare mm-hmm. it really really worked a lot for me no i, I really like that shot especially to like just how like crazy loud she got with it yeah that and like the dance scene like that really got me um, even yeah, the dancing is really good. Even one that I felt like was like really kind of well placed was when like it's Halloween night and like you have Angela has kind of like started to change like you know half of her hair is gone and she's like hobbling for whatever reason. Yeah, well, that was well, that was when she broke the ankle. Yeah, that's that makes more sense. Um, and then Char like calls over to her and is like, "Hey," and like she looks over and you just get the shot where it's like. She just screams, but the audio is silent, yeah. and you see the, the fireworks. fireworks. Yeah, it's really great. And then, <laughs> like, like halfway through the silence, it's just back to her screaming, and then chasing. Yeah. And I was like, "That's good. Yeah, that's good scare." Yeah, that was. It was really, really effective. Um, and I guess that this movie, I guess this is like a Irish like folk folk tale, folklore. Like, this, I would like assume this, so. This, this just... whole thing about being swapped out and mm-hmm. then you kind of have a uh, what are they calling it a changeling yes in the film so you you come to learn that char was so the baby that we saw was actually a f- the the impersonation mm-hmm. baby so the reason why the grandmother burned the baby was the only re the only way you can get for whatever reason in this in this folktale the, on- the only way that you can get it back is if you burn the burn the, the, yeah. the entity mm-hmm. and then I guess a few days later, the actual one, the actual person comes back. Yeah, which would, which is all explained by Angela coming back at the end. Right. Yeah. But why didn't she have a burn then? So she did. She did look a little. Uh, well, yeah, she looked dusty. She looked like yeah, ashy. She, she looked <laughs> like a, a chimney sweeper. Kind yes. of. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, you learn that Char was uh, like swapped out, and then and then she came back. Uh, I wish we got a little bit more of like where they go and mm-hmm. like the whole like what are these beings and, and 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 what is their like what is their goal is their goal to just murder the family or like what like what is i think it's just honestly to take over to, yeah it, it feels like uh that john carpenter film with the uh, the, the the aliens they live yeah they live it's like they just <laughs> yeah they just want to take over they're just there hanging mm-hmm. out to just take over i i, I don't know i i wish that the, that the folk tale and the folklore of it was explored just a little bit more yeah just so we can kind of get like a true understanding of it uh, because i mean again at the end of the day you are making a horror film mm-hmm. so it should be horror you know, based y- yeah so like, having like that. even have like that cheap thing of like you know the look at the end that yeah. like maybe something didn't ah, go with. I, I wouldn't <laughs> have liked that <laughs> I, 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 I would not have liked that that that, that would have actually bothered me i, I think mm. that that kind of would have actually that actually would have ruined the movie yeah, for honestly, you <laughs> it would have been like wow that was terrible mm-hmm. um because she just turns around and it's thriller <laughs> yeah <laughs> just the eyes but uh we yeah no we get uh we do get like a true ending where uh, the mom gets trapped inside the bonfire and, mm-hmm. and Char burns her. Uh, and then a few days go by and Char thinks that her mom is dead because yeah. she isn't exactly sure. Like if she believes, yeah, she doesn't fully, fully buy yeah. the whole thing. So that she her mom... thinks that she actually may have actually killed her mother. Mm-hmm. And then her mom shows up and it's like, okay. Yeah. So, and you get to see Aaron's okay. Right. 
we get a, you know, I, I like the idea in this film of the idea like the whole concept of the blurring of like this mental illness mm-hmm. meeting this doppelganger. Yeah. And like, you don't know where one ends and one begins. Mm. There's also another movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it that did like kind of the same thing. Very, very well. Um, the taking of Deborah Logan. I have seen that. Yeah. Very, very cool. Same kind of thing where it's like the meshing of, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's with right, uh, yeah. possession. Right. Like, very well done. Yeah. And I think this movie... Because I was thinking about that movie while watching this. Yeah. And I was like, this also knows how to blend it. Yeah, I, I just cool... actually re- recently watched that, re- re-watched that film. I was like, it's not as good as I remember it being. I remember it being... It's a found footage it, film, it, right? It's found footage. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's like... Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like these kids who are going to make like a documentary or something about yeah. this woman. And then whatever. I mean, it's a. It, it, I remember it feels like cheap a little bit, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, I remember the good scene of like them finding her in a cave and she's just like eating, eating the, the woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. that That's was, like, the, good the most shot. memorable <clears throat> part, like part of the film. Honestly, mm-hmm. it, the rest of it's kind of silly, but whatever. Um, back to this movie. Yeah, I, I just really like the idea of like the blurring of the mental illness and the monster kind of taking over the body. Yeah, because that that is kind of what it's like. You know, this fight for survival of of. Of, of yourself right like when somebody is actually dealing with a, a real proper depression or yeah. whatever it may be right it's like there's these ups and downs and some days you're one person and the next day you're another person and mm-hmm. you're you know i mean it could be you know schizophrenia whatever it may be like in this film i think it's pretty solid that it's depression yeah but i mean you can take that mental illness and apply it to any any other mental illnesses mm. so you can also kind of match this too where it's like it's a little unique because like most of the time you have like sins of the father type trope with yeah. films but this is kind of like sins of the mother yeah where it is kind of like you know the grandma and like rita and angela like really really you feel like the tension there and then you feel the tension between angela and char yeah so it's like you feel like there's something between this family that like has just broken them. Yeah. And it could be depression. It could be the changelings, whatever. Yeah. Like, but you feel it. Yeah. I mean, overall, again, I like the movie. Mm-hmm. I think there are some issues, and I think that I think it's a very, very good directorial debut. Oh, absolutely. I, I am kind of, like, at this point, I'm kind of curious to see what she does next. Yeah. I mean, I like a good patient horror film. I like mm-hmm. one that, I mean, there, there's just so many, like, lingering shots of, there's, oh, like, yeah. just, there's just B-roll in this movie mm-hmm. that just looks good. Mm-hmm. Just a shot of a banister. Exactly. Or a shot of a door. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's just, it's just, like, it just adds to this kind of, like, eeriness and mm-hmm. this atmosphere that I, that Even I really the drain, enjoy. like, when she's, like, washing out the bucket and you just get the oh, drain right, yeah. shot for, like, yeah, a second. Yeah. It's like, that's good. <laughs> I like that for some reason. Yeah, it, it really worked in this movie. Um. So a patient horror film, definitely not jump scare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the type of horror films that I that I like. So overall, I liked it. Yeah. I would probably say like a seven I've, out I'm, of ten. I, I really like while while watching it, like not breaking anything down yet. I felt like really good about this film. Like like first glance, I was like, there's nothing that I can really say that I hate about this film. Mm. Um, so I'm doing eight fries and uh, milk out of ten. Yeah. Weird dinner. Chips and milk? Yeah, that's what they do. I don't feel like that's what they do. <laughs> Just yeah. chips and milk. <laughs> but anyways, uh, um, recommendation. Yes. Uh, horror recommendation. All month long, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like to think we're a little controversial. Wow. Ooh. Nothing without controversy. Um, I do want to recommend the new Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix show. Yeah. Um, I've finished it. I didn't finish it yet. Uh, okay, cool. So you watched it. 
Um, I've been watching. Yeah, I think I'm on like I think I'm on episode eight. Oh, okay. The I don't because people still haven't watched it yet. Episode six, heartbreaking. Yeah, that with, was uh, the, Tony. The, yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was rough. Um, heartbreaking. But uh, it is controversial. There is a lot of backlash for it. Um, I know there are a few things that like haven't fully, like, it, it's it's not similar to like exactly what happened. Like they took a little bit of liberty with it. But I will say Evan Peters' performance top is notch. incredible. Like he plays serial killers so well. Yeah. Like in anything that he does, but like it's top notch. Like what he's doing. Yeah, I mean this um, is yeah this is a uh, Ryan Murphy, which mm-hmm. is like the guy who made American Horror Story and all that. Yeah, and he always uses Evan. Um, I like the nonlinear storytelling too of this. Yeah, I was I was very I was like wow the first episode is him getting caught. Yeah. Okay, so now what? Now <laughs> what do we do next? Do we go? Yeah. So, yeah, because I was like if it's ten episodes of him just going through trial, I'm gonna hate it. Right. Yeah, but I think they do. I don't know. I, I mean, I I guess I can un- understand a bit of why it's controversial. I, I, oh, absolutely. There, there is this like fatigue, I guess I would say, of like oh we're watching another like horror or another serial killer documentary style, you know, bio bio well, thing. It's also the do, thing of like glorifying the, the murderer. Well, so, but that, that's what, that was what my point was going to be was that I actually feel like they're doing a, it, it it's done a very good job of not glorifying it so much mm. because you're, you're getting more than just him. You're getting yeah. so much of the father and, and the families and, and how they're being affected by mm-hmm. it. And you get that whole episode of Tony yeah. and you understand who Tony is and, and they, and him and Jeffrey start dating and you're like, wow, like this is going way deeper mm-hmm. because it needs to. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you're actually showing, I, I don't know. I actually think that this movie's do, or this, this little limited series is doing justice mm-hmm. to, uh, like, I think that that you could take um this this type of series and like this should kind of be like the the like the new gold standard of how to do this type of like the serial killer yeah, type like, docu series. If you're gonna do about, if you're gonna do it, don't just only focus on the serial killer. Yeah, like you have to have those elements of it because you need to show it. Like you know, mm-hmm. you need to have. I need to see a head. Yeah. I need to see uh, uh, body parts and, and whatnot, but like they do it in a way where it's not really glorifying mm-hmm. it. They're not they're not doing it so much where it's like grotesque. It's yeah. like they didn't even show like anything of the zombie stuff yeah, that he did, which right. I think while like you know that was a big portion of what he did, I think it was smart to do it that way because that's horrifying yeah like that's horrible and for the families to like go through that again it's horrible to watch so if you do if you know enough about Dahmer which I like when I was in my young teens I I became like obsessed with like learning about all these different serial killers Mm -hmm. so I know I know a good amount about Dahmer Mm -hmm. so like me just seeing the drill like I I, I yeah you knew yeah so it's like I, I don't need to see it so I really enjoy it a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I again, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm sure it's a solid ending. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, it, it 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 is very very well made. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Frank, what are we doing next? We so dear old buddy pal. <laughs> so this one, uh, it's kind of tough to exactly say what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to to discuss, which kind of goes hand in hand with this film, uh, like why writers and directors tackle themes of mental illness or depression or isolation or whatever it may be through horror so kind of like metaphors in horror yeah exactly um and why they choose horror instead of maybe another route that they could go Mm. so look forward to that zach take us out all right guys thank you for listening now frank i can't do this anymore